This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here live from Indianapolis for Big Ten Media Days here on Wednesday, July 26th, 2023. I am Dave Biddle. I'll be joined by Patrick Murphy and Steve Hellwagon in just a moment. Before I do that, I am thrilled to talk about our new sponsor for the Bucknuts Morning 5, Factor. It is a delivery service. If you're like me, you like to make meals at home, but you don't like to prep. You don't like everything that goes into actually having the meal other than eating it. You got to get with Factor. And we're going to tell you guys later how you can get a great deal. You're going to get 50% off. My wife and I just bought some. We had some smoothies. We had some chicken. We had some steak and a lot of other good stuff. So I highly recommend Factor. It'll be delivered to your door. We'll tell you later how you can get 50% off. In fact, I'm going to tell you right now how you can get 50% off. Head to factormeals.com slash bucknuts50, factormeals.com slash bucknuts50, and use code bucknuts50 to get 50% off. That's code bucknuts50 at factormeals.com slash bucknuts50 to get 50% off. You can't beat that. All right. I'm going to welcome in my boys now, Steve Hellwagon, Patrick Murphy. Welcome in. I've been well fed. Thanks to Factor. They're doing great stuff. I know you guys love it as well. We're here in Indy. We're going to be speaking with Ryan Day. We're going to be speaking with JT Tumoloal, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Cade Stover later today. We'll start with Patrick Murphy. Patrick, we'll start with Ryan Day. What do you really want to hear from Coach Day the most? That's a good question. Um, I feel like we've we're the, these events, unless there's a big thing, like we often don't get a ton out of this, right, of just like, Look, Ryan Day's not going to announce that Kyle McCord's a starting quarterback, even though there are now odds out there that say he's a starting quarterback. He's not going to announce, at least I don't think, that they've you know changed anything in terms of the approach to Michigan. I posted on our board yesterday just asking our subscribers kind of what they want to know from Big Ten Media Days. And of the serious responses I got, and most of them were not serious, uh, they it's all things that's like we're going to have to drag out a coach day throughout – uh, the next few weeks leading into the season. So look, I think things like health of the team, um, you know, approach, 
how he feels like they've come out of, of summer workouts, which are now more extensive than they used to be. And, and the players are able to work with coaches. Some uh, maybe talk about the offensive line a little bit. We, we got a chance at, at one of the NIL events recently to talk to Josh Fryer. He said he is the team's left tackle. So, you know, things like that, I think will be interesting to hear Ryan Day's perspective on, on that, but I'm not, ex- I expect there will be good stuff that comes out of it. But in terms of just like the headline grabbing things like starting quarterback and, and things like that, I don't know if we're going to get that just yet. I think those things will come as we get through fall camp. Steve Hellwagon, same question. What are you most curious to hear about later today? Oh, man. Uh, you know, there's so much out there. And it's been a while since we talked to Coach Day. And obviously, uh, you know, the offensive line is probably the, the biggest story, I think. In, in what he thinks it's going to take to get that unit where it needs to be. And, and then obviously people are going to ask about the defense. Is it truly improved? Is it going to be improved based on what we saw the last two games of the season, really the last three games of the season weren't very good defensively. So uh, I think that uh, there's a lot out there that you can get into. This team is so loaded in terms of talent and, and top high end guys and depth in depth and, and it's just like I don't want to say it's too good or too big to fail but they're they're awfully good and they're awfully talented and you, you don't want to see them fail obviously if you're an Ohio State fan so I think that there's a lot out there that can be discussed about what it's going to take to get the best football out of this team this year and I think that uh you know it, it's going to start practice next Thursday is is where it all starts and and uh, this today is just part of it. I want to take back something I said real quick, Dave. I said that he won't talk about a change in approach to the Michigan game. And I'm thinking about it more as Steve was talking there. And today, Michigan, or yesterday, I guess, Michigan was named the preseason favorite um, for, for the Big Ten. And I remember two years ago talking to Cade McNamara at this event and him talking about how they changed the approach to really focus in on Ohio State. And so I do think – presenting it to Ryan Day, if he, if he can present it the right way about, okay, it's been obviously two years. He's talked to this offseason about maybe learning some things about how you have to prepare for that game. Maybe we will get some more about that, just given kind of the, the poll that came out. I'm sure he's aware of that fact. And look, this is a big monkey that's on his back. I know they made the playoff last year and had a chance to get to the national championship game, but a third straight loss to Michigan would be big. So it's clearly something that he is aware of that he's been thinking of throughout the offseason. So maybe we will get a little bit more from uh, from Coach Day on on kind of that rivalry and and what this year could mean when, when they get to the end of November. Steve Hellwagon, we'll get Patrick Murphy's thoughts on this as well. Speaking of Jim Harbaugh, yesterday it was announced he will be serving a four-game suspension for lying to the NCAA. We don't have to think that long ago where Jim Tressel – lost his job for lying to the NCAA. What do you make of this penalty for Jim Harbaugh? And do you think they're going to be able to get by beating like Bowling Green and and UNLV and some of these stalwarts that they're going to have Rutgers in these first four games, Steve? Man, it's going to be difficult. I think they're going to muddle through one way or the other. I think they'll find a way to still beat Bowling Green by, excuse me, it's early, Uh, still beat Bowling Green by uh, 40, 50 points, probably one way or the other. So, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not too worried about uh, you know what 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 the impact of that's going to be, just because 
they have too good of a team to, to slip up and, and let something bad happen, I think, early in that uh, that season. But, uh, you know, for, for again, you know, it, it's a different time, I guess. And I think that, uh, again, I don't know the whole particulars about everything that happened with Harbaugh. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess – you win back-to-back Big Ten championships, beat Ohio State finally two years in a row, and you're their favorite son, former quarterback at the school. You know, perhaps all that added up to, to you know, to what happened here with Michigan. I, for two years, three years, you've been wondering, you know, if he'd find a job somewhere else and walk away. And was this because he knew something was coming from the NCAA or not? And, you know, he ended up – not leaving Michigan and now this happened. So I don't know. It's it, the whole thing's weird. It's the whole thing's just weird to me. Patrick, any thoughts on the Harbaugh suspension? Uh, our friend Ari Wasserman at the athletic wrote a story yesterday after this was announced that I thought was really well done. Uh, and I don't, uh, I don't prop up Ari a ton. So this is, this is me. Yeah, neither do I, but uh, no, we like, wait, wait, hey, We've all we all like Ari. Ari's a good guy. We've all had our tiffs, maybe. You know, we've all had our poker battles with Ari. But I'm I'm on Team Ari right here. I'm on Team yeah. Ari. I like Ari. But basically, the gist of the story was that the NCAA or college football has come a long way. When and he used the Ohio State example, you aren't having coaches lose their job for something as silly as he bought some kids cheeseburgers at a local local place in Ann Arbor. That's what he did, and then he apparently lied to the NCAA about it. It's a nothing, a nothing burger to, to keep the metaphor there. And kind of like when, like you lie about tattoos and stuff, you know, again, I think it should, you know, back then it shouldn't have been a big deal. It wasn't a big deal here. Yes. He gets a slap on the wrist, but it's, it's fine that it's just the first four games. I know Ohio state fans would have liked to see it be longer just because of what happened to, to Trestle um, plus the rivalry there. But no, I think, Look, I guess it gives us something more to talk about at Big Ten Media Days uh, these next two days. But, again, I, I don't think it's it's a big deal. And as Ari pointed out, like, this is progress that we're not handing out these massive suspensions for something so silly. I will I will echo that. I was just about to say, like, I have no problem with this suspension for Jim Harbaugh. It's just – it just further illustrates what happened in Jim Trestle was complete bullshit. But I don't have any problem with Harbaugh getting just a four-game suspension, even though he's getting suspended for four games against – Sisters of the Poor. All right, let's get back to Ohio State. So when you look at this team this year, gents, uh, we can start with Patrick, then we'll go to Steve. What do you feel best about? If you're an Ohio State fan, what do you feel best about other than wide receiver? You can't, you can't mention wide receiver. What do you feel best about? And what's your biggest concern on this team? Uh, well, I'm going to start with my biggest concern, and I've said this a lot this offseason, and it's the offensive line. Look, mm-hmm. if, if you can't protect up front, it doesn't matter what else you've got, uh, especially in, in the Big Ten. You face some of these defensive lines Ohio State's going to face and, and throw Notre Dame into that mix. You're going to have problems protecting. Well, that it doesn't matter who's quarterback. It doesn't matter what receivers or running backs you've got. You, you've got to block up front. Now, there is reason for optimism. I think Justin Fry is a very good coach. I think he will bring these guys along. But it's going to have to happen you know, fairly quickly. And – I just I'd feel better if coming out of spring they had been very confident in guys. You know, maybe not name them the starter, but at least given more sense that look, these are these are the guys that are ahead. We like what we're going. It was kind of like 
we're not so sure about where we stand is kind of the vibe I got personally. So that concerns me. Um, in terms of the biggest strength, I think you could point to a lot of different things. Uh, I think this team has plenty of talent. If I'm not taking wide receiver, maybe I'll go to the linebackers and, and on the defensive side. I think that was the strength of the defense last year. I think you, you know, obviously you've got the two starters back, CJ Hicks. Tommy, two thumbs. Tommy, no thumbs, as we should, as Knowles calls them, Tommy, no thumbs. Yeah, which I believe came from, if we're just shouting out other uh, other places that cover college football, I believe Cleveland.com penned that one on their podcast. But uh, yeah, I'd say, look, you've got those two guys come back. you got CJ Hicks. You've got plenty of depth at that, at that spot. I like the talent there. James Laurinaitis, I've talked about him a lot this offseason. I think he's going to be a huge addition working alongside Jim Knowles, coaching those linebackers. So I think that will be a strength for the Buckeyes for sure this year. Steve Hellwagon, same question. What, what's the strength? What's the weakness on this team? Yeah, um, weakness, you know, I want to see on defense, I want to see them exert real pressure on the quarterback. And in the games where it really matters, Wisconsin, Michigan, perhaps, stop the run. I mean, those are probably the the – they kind of go hand in hand. I think the, the defensive front four has got to play better and impact games better. So I won't go offensive line like Pat did just because I wanted to do something a little bit different. But to me, they set the tone for everything that happens defensively up front. And really since Chase Young left, you know, it's been uh, it's been really a mess up front for Ohio State the last probably three seasons, two, three seasons. So I want to see improved play up front on defense. Uh, what do I like the best? Uh, you took Other away, than wide receiver. You took away wide receiver. Um, right off the board. You know, I think two things. And, and first one's probably running backs. I think running backs, you have as good and deep a group. And I think if you do have an injury to Henderson or – uh, Williams this year will not be a death knell for this team as we saw at the end of the year last year when neither of those guys were lo no longer available it really kind of put it it made the offense play left-handed in, in some respects uh, I think that you'll have some other guys uh, Dallin Hayden to me would probably start at 125 of the other 135 uh, division 1a FBS teams so to me, he, he, he should get to play some. And uh, Chip Trionum in some situations, although he showed some burst in the spring that was really impressive. So your four guys deep, Evan Pryor, we don't know about uh, you know, until they get him out there in contact. And then the other part of that I like is the defensive secondary. I thought that was much improved, much improved in the spring, like night and day improved. In the spring, I mean, they still gave up some plays just because you had great wide receivers out there. But I mean, when you add veteran uh, guy like Jihad Carter, guy who played a lot in the SEC, Davison Igbenosin, you've created uh, competition, and that's something that guys played by default the last two or three years, just because you were so thin, so banged up, and now that's no longer the case. You have to be a good player to actually play in the back in this back in on defense at Ohio state now. So uh, to me, that that's a strength and, and I want to see uh, how that plays out. Cause I think if it goes hand in hand with improved play up front, they're going to shave a touchdown off what they gave up last year. I don't think that's even a question uh, in my mind. And if they do that, 
and play well in the big games, then they're going to win those big games. I also like the secondary, Steve. I was just about to talk about that. Um, I like the talent and I like the depth. Last year, the secondary was a liability uh, at times because they were banged up. But this year, I've got the depth. They've got the talent. Guys like Denzel Burke, who good as a true freshman, sophomore slump. Now in his money year, I think he's going to have a big year. We can go on and on. Jordan Hancock, as you mentioned, Davis Nigbenos and Jair Brown at corner and some others. Then at safety, Sonny Styles, you know, Lathan Ransom, on and on and on. Cam Martinez, Jihad Carter, as you mentioned, the transfer from Syracuse. Josh Proctor's still around. Court Williams, Kai Stokes, who I really like. Patrick Murphy, I want you to talk about the secondary. Do you like the talent? Do you like the depth? And I want you to talk about Igbenosin for a moment. Is he a safety? I know the official roster came out and he's listed as a safety. It wouldn't be the first time that there's a minor error on the official roster. You think they might be uh, planning on playing Igbenosin in the slot so Jordan Hancock can be the second starting corner, get all three of those guys out there, meaning Burke, Igbenosin, and Hancock. Talk about the secondary, and is Igbenosin, has he now moved to safety as far as what you've heard? Uh, I believe that's an error, and I believe it's been fixed. Uh, I'm pulling up the roster as we speak here. I know that was like that. I asked about it in the spring um, when we first got the roster, and they said, yeah, it was just uh, – yeah, he is now listed as a cornerback on the on okay. list. That makes sense because he's six so, two one. He's not like a. He's not really a slot corner. That didn't make sense to me because he's he's six two one eighty seven. He is all about an outside corner, long yeah. arm, rangy. Go. When we when we saw him in the spring, I mean, unless you were going to move him to safe, like play a traditional safety spot, that you know we saw him play outside corner. He's he was the first person that stood out to me, especially because he's wearing number twenty. So he looked a lot like Sonny Styles out there, just given his his frame. I think, look, Ohio State for a while steered away from really going out and getting transfer portal guys that weren't obviously coming in and starting right away. Davison Igbenosin, I think, is the exact type of guy you do go get because, as Steve was talking about, it creates that competition. He's not guaranteed to start right away, but he's a guy that had experience playing in the SEC last year. So now he comes in. And that pushes Denzel Burke a little bit more. That means Jordan Hancock doesn't just step right into a starting spot because there isn't a, an older guy in front of him. He just, you know, moves up the pecking order. But now you got to compete for that spot, right? And we heard good things about Jordan Hancock. So I like that you have three guys who have experience playing college football now in that, in that secondary at the cornerback position. And then you've got some young guys who will either learn from them or, or, or push their own way in and, and make this even better. So I think it's a really interesting group. Uh, the secondary in general, I think Steve summed it up well, that the competition that they have, you listed a number of guys there. A uh, guy like Court Williams, who two years ago we were hearing really good things about before he started to get hurt quite a bit. Uh, can he get healthy? Can he work his way in there? We hardly talked about him in spring just because of all the other guys they have back. What's Josh Proctor's role as a, what, sixth-year senior now? He's a guy who, again, another guy they really liked. Uh, before he before you know start of last year when he had some struggles obviously he's battled his own injuries during his career so they've got plenty of depth Jim Knowles has talked about the possibility in the secondary just on the defense in general of more rotation do they look to match up a little bit more to try and keep guys healthy I think that's certainly a possibility here they, they have a lot of options and I think that's a good thing when you're headed into a season and you've been a little hit or miss in the secondary now you can do some different things I think 
Another good thing is Big Ten Media Days. We can't wait. We're going to get out to Lucas Oil Stadium. It's right out here. I can see it from my window here. So keep it locked to Bucknuts today uh, for full coverage from Big Ten Media Days. All of Ohio State stuff is today. Thank you to Patrick Murphy. Thank you to Steve Hellwagon. Thank you to all of you for tuning in. And don't forget, get half off of this great offer. We're talking about Factor Meals. Factor Meals delivered right to your house. Takes two minutes to heat up. Very good food. I use it firsthand. My wife and I both do. Factor Meals. You can go to factormeals.com. Factormeals.com slash bucknuts50. Factormeals.com slash bucknuts50. Use code bucknuts50 to get 50% off. That's code bucknuts50 at factormeals.com slash bucknuts50 to get 50% off. Thanks again to Steve. Thanks again to Patrick. Thanks to all of you. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.